0: Welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Nation's Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Praise the Lord. Good evening. There are some thoughts we've been trying to communicate throughout these months. and um, I'll say painstakingly because it is important that everyone gets to understand what we are trying to communicate when we start talking about other I explained that when God expects us to function in wisdom, He wants us to be wise on two sides of the coin. First of all, He wants us to be wise in eternal things, and then, secondly, He wants us to be wise. In time. He wants us to be wise in eternal things. And he also wants us to be wise in time. What do we mean? The Bible says that the fear of the Lord... Is the beginning of wisdom. He didn't say it's the end of wisdom. It's the beginning of wisdom. It means that that you reverence God, you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He said it's the beginning of wisdom. Hallelujah. That means that wisdom is more than that. Glory to God. Wisdom is not just receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's where it begins. Wisdom is having that clear insight into all the benefits that receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior has made available to you. So, when we talked about order, my focus. is on the side of time let me start again on that path because I want you to catch me God lives in eternity but he has put man within the bounds of time do you agree a time will come when time Will cease. There will be no time. And then we'll be back into eternity. Are we together? So I explain it like this for people that there was a time, there was a moment when time began. Before Adam was created, there was no time. So when the Bible says, in the beginning, It's talking about in the beginning of time. Amen. Did you get that? It's talking about the beginning of time. So it's like saying, when time began, the Word was God. Amen. So within time... There is a way to operate. And there is a way to operate in eternity. Praise God. So when we say being wise in eternal things. Different from being wise in things related to time. Are you with me? Okay. So most of what we will be talking about other. Is to help you. To learn how to be wise in time. Praise God. Um, time has to be accounted for. Are we together? Time is, a, is an invaluable, is a resource that God has given to all of mankind. And the way God functions, he didn't give anybody more time than the other. Every human has 24 hours. Hello. What makes your 24 hours more useful than the other person's 24 hours is the virtue of wisdom. Amen. That means that wisdom can make someone's 24 hours of greater value than another person's 24 hours. But it's the same 24 hours. So, I will attempt to talk along these lines. Let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Amen. Chapter 3, sorry, verse 1. Not let's start 3 verse 1. Um, there is a translation I like, but let's see, we'll work with this one. It said, to everything there is a season. Then it said, and a time to every purpose under the heaven please um, still this version give me Holman Christian Standard Bible HCSB Okay, thank you there's an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven a time for every activity under heaven that means that under the heaven even God appointed time and seasons for things Amen Go back to King James let's just read through Uh, verse 2 this scripture used to be hanging in my parents home (laughs) you know as kids I never forgot it especially verse 11 but let's keep going a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant a time to pluck up that which is planted a time to kill a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build up a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to cast away stones a time to gather stones together a time to embrace and a time from to refrain from embracing a time to get and a time to lose a time to keep and a time to cast away a time to rend and a time to sow a time to keep silence and a time to speak a time to love and a time to hate a time of war and a time of peace. What profit? Now be careful, now follow me. We're reading. What profit had he that walketh in that wherein he liberates? I have seen the travail which God had given to the sons of men to be exercised in. Verse 11. So let's read this together. I want to go. He had made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he had set the world in their hearts so that no man can find out the work that God make it from the beginning to the end. Now, the King James said set the world in their heart. Um The original realm, it says, God has put eternity in man's heart. Even if he's walking within the confines of time, he's coming from a realm. Amen. Okay, but why am I reading this scripture to you? First thing I want you to understand is that God, even if He doesn't live in time, (laughs) gave you time as a gift. Praise God. Your time on earth is a gift. Is a gift. Whether it is for 80 years, whether it is for less, (laughs) whether it is for more, it is a gift. It, It matters to God how you use the gift of time. For the three things I want to talk about, time, relationship and finance, I just started with time. The time is a gift to you. There are three things that can happen with the gift of time in your hand. Number one, you can use it. Number two, you can abuse it. Number three, you can lose it. Praise God. Now, it matters to God what you did with time. That's why when you leave this world, what are you accounting for? <laughs> why, why are you giving accounts? You know the word accounts? You know the Bible said we will give accounts. You give accounts of something you spent. Is that not so? Okay, so why are we giving accounts? We are giving accounts for what we did with the time That he gave to us. Praise God. Did we use it? Did we abuse it? Did we lose it? It is important for you to have the right perspective of time. Okay? And I want you to see time... As it relates to your life. Are you understanding me? Okay? This is the way I always put it. I've said this for over 15 years now. That your life is simply a collection of time. Amen. That's what your life is. Living, L I V I N G, is spending time. Amen. (laughs) Are we together? As long as you are living, time is being spent. But I found out that the measure of time spent Might not agree with the value of life lived. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Now, you could see someone that has spent 40 years on earth, but the value that has come out of the 40 years he has spent is six years, seven years, praise God, ten years. Do you know how precious time is? Jesus Christ lived on earth for 33 years. That means he lived in the realm of time for 33 years, but accomplished everything he wanted to accomplish. If you read Isaiah 53, he said he was cut off from the land of the living, meaning that he had to be cut off. Because he had fulfilled the assignment. The oldest man that ever lived, Methuselah, lived for 969 years. And, not much was said about him, apart from how long he lived. Praise God. But Jesus lived for 33 years, and the world has not recovered from the 33 years on earth. That means that Jesus had more value out of 33 years than Methuselah had out of 969 years. In the same way, the year 2019 has 365 days there are some of us that will get the value of three years or four years out of this one year while some will get the value of one week out of the one year what makes the difference is the wisdom we're talking about wisdom that brings order hallelujah now there are three major ways that we're supposed to use our time on earth three major ways time on earth is used time is used for work For leisure. For sleep. Amen. Did you hear me? Everybody say, walk. Leisure. Sleep or rest. Okay? That's the major way time is used. The three major ways every human uses time. Because we live in a human body. So, walk. leisure, sleep or rest. Now, the truth is this. Do you know why we read Ecclesiastes 3? It's to explain to you it captured all the ways that time is supposed to be used. Praise God. That means that you have to understand that every moment that passes was given for something amen are you understand what i'm saying you can decide to use your work hour to sleep amen but you should know that you didn't use the work hour for work. Praise God. You can decide to use your sleep time for leisure. Am I communicating? So, what the scripture is saying is that you should know that every activity under heaven, there is a time. Glory to God. There is a time. You know, I like this kind of meeting. No necessary person. Are you understanding me? I'm just talking to you. you know? I prefer three, four people. Just, yeah, you understand that? You know, I, you know that kind of thing. You know? <laughs> now, I said there are three major things you do with your time. These are things that nobody might sit you down and teach you. You know? But, You know, the role of a parent is to help you to have a kind of a schedule, praise God. So, when a child is growing up, they say, go and sleep now. Wake up now. Go to school now. Go and eat now. Because we are not animals. Are you understanding me? And because we are not animals, how time... Becomes a blessing to us is using it right. Praise God. Am I communicating? Is how we use it. So, what guardians and parents are supposed to do for us by right is not just to teach us to read time. I was saying this in the Listen we had. I said, I found out that most of us were only taught to read the time. You know what it means to read the time? To know where the long hand is and where the short hand is. But we're not really taught the value of time. And the reason why you are taught to read time is so that you will be taught the value of time. You know what we mean, value of time? The worth of time. You know, we teach children sometimes the worth of money. If they spoil something. You say, do you know how much that thing costs? They might not know, but they see with the way you are talking about it that it must be something of some great worth. Oh, you broke this? Oh no. Do you know what it costs? Then they think it must be expensive. Then maybe they hear you say, Do you know I bought this thing? Ten thousand dollars, Then in their mind, maybe ten thousand naira is a big money. Are you understanding me? Even if they are four or three or five years old, you know, just ten thousand naira big... so when you say how much you say small much as I say, How much money we like to have in this life? You say ten thousand naira. In his mind it's a very large amount of money. What he's trying to communicate is a sense of what of money. Am I communicating? Now, a lot of us taught children, or we are taught the sense of what of money. But in the same way, we were supposed to be taught that sense of what for time. To say, you've not still come out from the room? Do you know what would have been done with this time? Amen. Do you know how life can be made better with this time that you didn't use? Am I communicating? That's why we're talking about the value of time. If time is not something of value to you, it affects many things around you. And I said here in Africa, a lot of us don't have value for time. And it shows in our language. Language is, in every language, the people's belief, the belief of the people, you find it expressed in their language. If the people believe that God, if they believe in polytheism, there's many gods. The name of God in their language, are you understanding me? Will be something to claim that there's another, there could be another God. Am I communicating? The Jewish language because the Jewish language, the, Jew, the Jewish belief is in monotheism, one God. Are we together? So, there is, you likely will not find a word that talks about other gods. Amen. Amen. Because even when they say gods, they still use Elohim. Are you understanding me? Are you with me? Because the belief is that there are only demons and gods and angels. There is no other gods am i communicating but maybe in the greek or roman culture that believes in plenty gods their language expresses it hello okay now don't get lost though are you ready for wisdom <laughs> so here what i'm talking about here is that in the nigerian language the value for time you hear it in our language, based on what we believe. I, I, I can't remember whether it was in our leadership course. I was talking about, and I said, if you tell a Nigerian we're speaking pidgin English, someone comes to your office to see you. You say, "Which small are they come? What is small?" But the Englishman will say, I'll be there in a minute. Eh? (laughs) He must put some value. Are you understanding me? All right? If he says, I'll be there shortly, he's not talking about one hour. Are you understanding me? No, he's not talking about one hour. That's not what he's saying. (laughs) Shortly is not one hour. So, but our language here we say, in Pijin, say, wait for me. Wait small. What is small? What's the measure of small? You ask somebody, how long you've been doing this job? You don't tell. What do you mean by tell? What's the measure of tea? Sometimes I say, well, it don't taste small. It don't taste well, well. It don't taste. That language shows we don't value time. Because two of us are not actually saying the same thing. I'm hearing what you're saying, but I can't give a finite measure to a number to what you're talking about. That's the problem. So most of us were raised in a culture that doesn't value time. So we took that to everywhere the government is mandated to pay them am i communicating so there's no accountability for time you see this thing that um you see now even some nigerian firms now do it where they the clocking those were those things were developed by communities that have value for time If you're supposed to walk one hour, you will walk your one hour. If we're supposed to walk four hours, you will walk out your four hours. A brother was in the UK and then he got a job. Um, that was London hosted Olympics in 2012, um, 12, one of the years, yeah. So he got a job. Around the, the because it created like an Olympic village in London, so he was working there. The job is such that maybe you, you are on a night shift, you come in by 12 to walk to maybe 6 a.m. or something like that. You think night shift is sleep shift, you are joking. There is a measured out task. For the night shift, are you understanding me? Let's assume that let, I'm trying to put it in a way everybody can understand. Let's assume that there are 300 chairs in this hall, and they are all outside. You're supposed to arrange the 300 chairs in here. The white man that wrote out the job, they have, they're, they're not assuming. They have tested the setting up ten times and seen that nobody can finish it in, in less than five hours. And if you don't walk... If you rest, you will not finish it in six hours. So he puts you on a six-hour shift. Are you understand what I'm saying? That's how they they operate. It's measured. So if you didn't finish... You you cannot say, oh, I didn't finish. It's obvious that you didn't... You were resting. They will just count the number of chairs and pay you. Are you understanding me? (laughs) Are you understanding me? Uh, So it's a community... Or a society that values time, so they peg the money with the time. So if you like, go and sleep. It's your business. The person taking over the shift from you, we check the records of what you did. So, if you wonder have somebody is feeling sleepy, he's still walking. He's still walking because he knows that he can't afford to be slack because the time is measured. So, discussions. They say, um, how long does it take? Even when you go on your Google, you know, say, it's a five-minute walk. That's, you understand that? A five-minute walk is not you walk, you stop, and look around somewhere. Then it will be five minutes. Amen. Are you understanding me? Five minute walk is They've measured it. The average way a person walks. Are you understanding me? It's measured. So, five minute walk, you're actually walking like this. Are you understanding me? All right? Not slower than this. It's not a stroll. Praise God. It's a walk. (laughs) Value for time. Now, let me explain how it applies to you. How long you walk, rest, and play matters a lot. You know, some of us are so wired to do nothing. I guess that that most of us are wired to do nothing. You know, so you find that you are comfortable doing nothing. Very comfortable doing nothing. Very comfortable doing nothing. And when you're doing nothing, it doesn't make you feel like anything is wrong. But let me tell you one thing. I I did this some time ago. Um... How much do you earn? How much do you earn in a month? Let's assume you earn. Um, give me a figure now. Huh? Huh? 30,000 a month. You know? And then you walk. Eight hours a day for one week. But actually, if it's five days a week, you work it's 40 hours a week. You understand that? And then plus another four, let's say 168 or 160 hours. Let's assume. Let's put a round figure. Divide it by how much you earn. It tells you the worth of your time. Amen. 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 Okay. Now, when you start connecting your time to money, Amen. (laughs) Your attitude will change. Am I communicating? Your attitude will change. That means if you just sit down and be browsing, just be browsing, browsing, browsing. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm coming to that. One hour passes. It's just like you threw away so-so amount of money. Am I communicating? That's how it looks. And truly, money responds to what you do with time. Amen. Yeah? What you do with time. This thing I'm talking about are are very elementary things because I want you to just have the right mindset, orientation about time. What's the value of the chat you're chatting outside with someone? What, does it, what value does it bring to you? I was talking to someone years ago, and I said, well, I was teaching the person about work, rest, sleep, yeah, many, many years back. So the person was concerned. I said, if you're a student, the time in school is work. Amen. Because you're not yet working. Praise God. I said, that's work. Alright? That's work. The time in class plus the time you read is work. Amen. Put all of that as work. And it changes how you function. So, anytime you're gisting, laughing with somebody, count that one as leisure. Any other thing you are doing that is not academic related or you are not sleeping is leisure. How long you stay in the bathroom is leisure. Am I communicating? Most of you on your phone is not work, you're working. You're playing. Amen. Alright? You're playing catching up with old friends amen. commenting on things online it doesn't add any value to you financially it is not bringing any yield to you so it's not work that means it's not profiting you in any way at least financially so it's not work Praise the Lord. Do you get what I'm just saying to you? So, the challenge we have with a lot of young folks is that there's a language they use uh, you see people this idea of tango is Friday they shouldn't even be doing it in Nigeria because some people you just forget it because they have Friday every day. Amen. Let me explain the concept of Thank God's Friday. These people work. So weekends are their only break. Are you understanding me? So they look forward to close of work on Friday. I, I shared a story about my relative, you know. A young fellow is younger than I am, and um, how that the early times, you know, when I like we have like what you call like a family house in the UK. So when I used to stay there, he comes back, he'll sleep. He's supposed to resume work if I remember then, maybe seven or eight AM. I'm not sure of the time now. Seven or eight AM. I'm already awake. We're in the same room. Then I'm looking at the time. It's seven thirty. He's still sleeping. Seven forty five. You understand that? He'll just wake up. The only thing he does is brush. Pick up his jacket. Are you understanding me? Mean, sometimes, let change his pants, like trousers. You know, then, he's off. It will take him maybe two minutes to get to the bus stop. The bus will be there seven, let's say he woke up seven forty-five. It will be there seven forty-eight or seven forty-nine. Are you understanding me? Mean, it takes eight minutes or so to get to his place of work. So, in two two minutes to eight, he's entering his office. Are you understanding me? Mean, that's how they live. As from when he enters the office, you can't even call him. Are you understanding me? You can't he can't even say hello, I just I just did work, I just let me you know it's Nigeria that would behave like that, you understand. Know, Somebody's at work chatting. I love you, love me back. I don't you know <laughs> smiley, smile, you know, you know those kind of things. You can't even call him, except there's an emergency. Are you understanding me? He's at work, his mind is occupied. He's engaged spirit, soul, and body until his time is up. Maybe he goes somewhere, comes home, stays a little while, sleeps off the next morning. Like that, not just how. Like that, like that, like that, like that. So he looks forward to Friday. Praise God. So what they call it is, work hard, play hard. Are you understanding me? So, they work very hard. So, their are weekends. So of course, most of them don't go to church. So, on Sunday is when they walk their dogs. Are you understanding me? <laughs> you know? So, but what I'm trying to point out to you is this. If you are doing something that is not generating income for you and then you are not sleeping count it as leisure. And you know what you will be surprised to know? Quite a number of you spend 12 hours in a day. Jonesy. Well, even people that are working, average, there are very few, very few people that are not that way. So, if I was taking a series on this, after this, I'll now talk about work and explain what work is. All right? Explain what work is. How you can work more than eight hours. Amen. Because many don't even work the eight. (laughs) Amen. But at least let's start with even the eight. When I say work, I'm not talking about cutting grass. Amen. But in the thing that you do, even if it's not an immediate yield, you're doing something that ultimately will yield its work. Amen. Am I communicating? Okay? It's work. What improves your life is those eight hours of work. What refuels your life is that eight hours of sleep. Amen. Are you understanding me? So, and what creates the balance is the eight hours of leisure. Are you listening to me? Very important. There are two things that steal time. Time. From young people, the most leisure and sleep. Some live 12 hours sleeping, 12 hours leisure. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. You are not living now, you are living dead. <laughs> Amen. Amen. 12 hours leisure, 12 hours sleeping. I believe it was Earl Nightingale he was talking about if someone will put in an hour every day into his endeavor he will be noticed in a matter of I think he said 8 years or 7 or 8 years praise God if you put in 2 hours or 3 hours every day you you'll be nationally recognized you know like that if you put in social a number of hours every day. What he was saying was so practical. So practical. You say you are a music artist or minister as the case might be. How many hours do you put into music in a day? Praise God. How many hours do you put into music? We're not talking, putting into music is not just singing. Maybe reading about music. Maybe listening to something about music. I'm not talking about listening to, you know, you can be listening to a song, but it's leisure. Are you understanding me? I'm not talking about something that is going to ultimately profit. What some of us learn or have learned is how to structure your leisure to still be beneficial. Are you understand what I'm saying? Now what I'm saying is we've gone past, we've gone far. But how to structure that even your in your leisure. Eh? It is benefiting your work. Are you understanding me? Mean? Are we together? Okay, I was somewhere and um someone now said I was talking to all of us, you know, and um A person said, All these general overseers and pastors, um, you should take a break, a holiday. So, a person now said, Another person now came up as a consultant. He said, A holiday is going to a place where you are not reminded of work. And you cannot walk even if you want to walk. Are you understanding me? So, he now said, if you are a trader, don't go to China on holiday. Because you go there, you start pricing. Yeah, I will start walking. You know, and we laughed about it. So, the friend of mine, I was sitting close to me, and I said, where will I go to? That I will not walk anywhere I go. I'm thinking of how church will start in the place. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. So <laughs> I said, where? Which holiday resort will I go? Where I go? there I said. I said. Now I'm, I'm, I'm even, you know, uh, maybe a little more uh, healed. I use the word or cured. Before even I enter a banking, a bank. I just enter a bank. said, oh, the pulpit can be this side. <laughs> Who enter from here? Or shall stand here? I, I've arranged the all already. <laughs> I've, I've arranged the place already. You know, if I was in this place now, nah, you understand that this, that, that, that. So as a way we go, that will not be work related. But let me tell you why that is. It is that even the leisure. If I sit down to watch a movie. What will make me finish a movie is that I've seen something in the movie that applies to what I'm doing. That's the only thing that can make me finish a movie. Or they tied me there and kept me there. Are you understanding me? (laughs) Praise God. Glory to God. So, did you get what we just said? All right. So, time, the value for time, the value for time, the value for time. One of the things that, if you do the management and all that, they will tell you about um, putting yourself on. If you are just starting out, putting yourself like on an hourly check. Are you understanding me? You know what it means, an hourly check. You know, you, you know, I don't know. These days, we don't have those clocks, like grandpa, we call them grandpa clocks or grandma clocks, that gong, when it's 12 o'clock to ring. But every hour, it will make a noise. Hey. That thing is good. Because you could just sit down and just be looking. So Buare won this election and two gowns have <laughs> rank. Are you understanding me? Making you know that, ah, uh, uh, you spent friends, uh, how many hours have you been here? Are you understanding me? It's because of the lack of value of time that someone can sit down in a place. And then they come and say, ah, oh, you been here since. He said, no. I've not been here long ago. I just came. They said, no, 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 no. When you came to see down here was when they started doing this thing, or they started playing the match, as they started the match, is when you came. So yeah, yes, yeah, it was true. I heard when they said the match, don't start. They have played the second match. <laughs> oh, two matches, say yes. That means I've been here three hours. Now if that always happens to you, it shows you don't have value for time. where you, your body doesn't feel it that an hour has passed. Praise God. You can sit in one spot and not feel it that an hour or two has passed. It's a wrong wiring. Am I communicating? So, if, if, what we mean by those hourly checks is that, um, if, let's suppose you are starting out in short, all the thing I'm saying to you is just, you know, it's just like God is on your case today. Are you understanding me? That's how it is like for you maybe. God is on your case, man, man. What we mean by early check is that when do you wake up? When do you sleep? Amen. When do you wake up? When do you sleep? When do you sleep? Worst case scenario, what time will you sleep? What time do you wake up? Okay, let's assume that you sleep by 11 p.m. Okay, let me just take a census here. How many of you sleep by 9? Nine, uh, 9 at night. About that time, that's when you sleep. 9? 8? I know someone that sleeps by 7 p.m. The time you sleep is not what matters, it's how long you sleep. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay, How many of you sleep by 10? By 10. OK? OK? How many of you sleep by 11? Some of you don't know when you sleep. that's what I'm trying to achieve here. How many of you sleep by 12? How many of you sleep by one? okay now it's good to put yourself on a schedule it's part of planning I thought I was going to talk about that <laughs> my wife wanted me to talk about that but I don't know if it will come out it's planning to schedule yourself that this went out on a regular day this when, of course there could be the disruption of schedule once in a while, but on the regular days when I will sleep. Because I have to wake up by so-so time. If you're able to schedule your sleeping time, it will help you schedule other things. There are some of you, work has already scheduled you. Are you understanding me? I understand that. But we have a lot of, <laughs> we have a lot of people in Port Harcourt, the river states, that don't work. You know that River State and Bayosa has the highest unemployment rate in Nigeria? Do you know that? Do you know that? Huh? I expected it to be Zamfara. Are you understanding me? But it's not. Because the guy that is pushing cow is working. But the Yuppie here that doesn't want to go to farm. He's a big boy. He just throws around, goes to Casablanca, comes back. He's not working. So, that means that if he's not even working, he's not scheduled by work. There are so many scriptures coming to my heart. If I follow them, I will not finish. So, schedule your sleeping time. Schedule your sleeping time. Um, All of us don't have the same strengths. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Some people, if they sleep for six hours, they'll be fine. Some, if, if they sleep for seven hours, they will be fine, but some people, if they sleep less than eight hours, even when they wake up in the morning, they will be going like this. <laughs> their water will not balance. <laughs> you understand that? So you know. So even as if, if I see blood not flow through their, you know. So the, you should understand certain things. This I am saying about this just some of you that don't even know how long you sleep. You sleep until sleep goes. Until sleep finishes. That is a bad place to be. Praise God. See let me teach you something. If you are under 30 whether you're in university or not, even in holiday period, don't sleep like that. Amen. Don't sleep like that. Don't allow your body. See, the body is very selfish. The flesh is very selfish. For everything you give it, it will want more. Are you hearing me? If you used to sleep six hours, you now decide to just give it two hours. When you now want to go back, you say, "Hey, don't, don't, don't take anything from me." You understand that? You know, it, it yeah. That's why it's easier to gain weight than to lose it. Do you have a witness? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because the body, anything you give it, it's difficult for the body to let it go. So, you say, oh, this period, I'm not really working. I'm not really working, but that's why I'm sleeping like that. When you start working, you will struggle. So, schedule your sleeping time. I'm trying to see if I can enter the other path. So, schedule your sleeping time. That's important, very important. If you've that you will do, you sleep eight hours a day. I'm, 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 I'm an advocate for an adult not sleeping more than eight hours a day. I have an issue. I've studied, I've read, and I found out that if a child can sleep 10, 12 hours, four, because they're growing, are you understanding me? In a day. But an adult, a taxable adult shouldn't sleep more than that. Amen. If you are for ill health, maybe, but ordinarily, you shouldn't. Praise God. Are we together? So, what I'm saying in essence is, when you schedule your sleeping time, I'm not talking about scheduling sleep. Then, you are talking about bedroom sleep, separate from office sleep, separate from car sleep separate from inside the taxi on the way sleep when you total all it's 14 hours I'm talking about total sleep time when your body gets used to that it will help you to do the other things you want to do praise God so schedule your sleep time Then protect your work time. Protect your work time. Protect it. Put a fence around it. That leisure or sleep doesn't enter. Doesn't creep in. The fox of sleep and leisure don't come and spoil the vine. Amen. Of work. Praise God hedge out leisure. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? So, schedule your sleep time, protect your work time. Then, Demand for your leisure time. Amen. Are we together? Demand for it. Demand for it. Demand for it. Well, let me say something. time you lost work time, let leisure pay for it. Hello? Did you hear me? Let leisure pay for it. I wish somebody's hearing me. It will help you. Let leisure pay for it. For some of you, it's work that pays leisure. Amen. (laughs) Amen. It's work hours you use to pay leisure. No, it should be the other way around. If you lost work hours, let leisure pay for it. If you work anywhere, and you're earning less than a hundred thousand naira, you should be reading every day. Did you hear what I said? It's part of the work you add to the work you are doing, so that you will not stay at earning less than a hundred thousand naira a month. If you are learning extra than 100,000, you are not reading. You are not serious. Amen. You are not serious. You don't have something you are reading every day to improve yourself. If you are doing a master's program or doing an academic something, something, that is our time that as the reading. If you are not doing any of that, you must be improving Are you understanding me? Are they acquiring a skill, learning something, reading something? Are you understanding me? Every day, no matter where you are walking, no matter where you are walking. Praise the Lord. Was this helpful to anyone? All right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith faith or call us on 234 806 361 3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded.